Hello and welcome to the A and J Cricket Podcast. Where this week we'll talk all things cricket. The one hundred test matches between England and South Africa. We thought we'd try a cricket one this week because there wasn't really much to talk about in football this weekend. So we'll give that one a little break. Uh, you looking forward to the to cricket at Old Trafford, Adam, on Friday? Well, there was more in cricket at Old Trafford, weren't there, mate? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so, how are you? You all right? I'm all right. How are you? Oh, I'm good, mate, yeah. I mean, it's almost as if City didn't play on Sunday, innit? Uh, it, it was almost a good weekend. Almost. Go on, uh, let's, let's just get straight into it. Um, might as well get it and rip the band-aid off, mightn't we? We might as well, aren't we? So, go on then. Talk to us. You, you, you talk us through it. Explain this away. Shite. Right, let's go on to City versus <laughs> Newcastle. <laughs> right, I'll start off then. Right, so... Really, so I mean, United come out of the traps, didn't they? The uh, yeah, I don't think anyone expected them to. I mean, maybe yeah, first couple of minutes, like starting a game at Old Trafford, then everybody thought they'll just end up conceding and they'll get turned over. But it didn't pan out like that, did it, mate? <laughs> no, it really didn't. Did so? I I said last week. I said it. I said I'm worried, but then. You did. I was worried, but I didn't think that we'd get beat. I don't. I don't know. I was worried about the game, but I didn't think we'd get beat. But it was. It they yeah. They were up for it. They were always going to be up for it, no matter how bad they are. They were always going to be up for this game, and we weren't. And that was the that was the biggest. That's the biggest issue for me. And during the game, we were having a debate. Also today, having debate between me and my mates. Some of us agree with me. Some of us don't where i think it's the attitude the attitudes attitudes stunk absolutely stunk <laughs> we went in there thinking these are shit which they are you were shit yesterday and <laughs> thought with all the problems they've got we'll 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 just have to turn up and we'll beat them and we've done that against fulham as well the first game of the season thought we could turn up and just beat them and then as soon as as soon as they had a go with us, which United done. United, in all fairness to United, they had a go and pressed and everything. And we we were surprised. I don't know why we were surprised, but we were. And we looked defensively, defensively the past three games and even bit so back end of last season, we just look, we look shaky and not, there's no confidence at the back. A few seasons ago, it's the same defence. And as soon as someone had an attack, I'd think, oh, it's time, we'll get the ball back and we'll, we'll attack and we'll score. Whereas now, any time, any time a team, even when it was Fulham, get the ball and attack, I think, goal here, they're going to score. And we just... It takes us 10 shots for a goal compared to everyone else's one shot for a goal against us, it seems, at the moment. It seems like they'll just have one or two chances and score and it's taken us about 10 to 12 chances to score. It's just... It was chaos yesterday. That defence was... that. There was no one good... Maybe, maybe Harvey Elliott was all right, but Milner was the only one who was like everywhere, actually trying to put forty effort in. Milner was, but Mil- but you could see the game was just seemed too fast for Milner, didn't it? The, the, the way the United was pressing and stuff, 
and I felt I'd, I'd like it again though. I still felt like Arvielli was your best player. Yeah. Um, Milner, I think Milner looked out of place. Henderson didn't look anywhere near at the level that he should have been at. Yeah. I mean, did, how far into the game was it that they hit the post? United with Rashford. Oh, not Rashford, not, not Rashford, uh, Ilanga. That was early on. Must have been the first 10 minutes or something. Though. That was early on. And then I think after that, I think it felt like you were a bit rocked by that. Yeah, massively. Me. And again, it's, it's because, but even the goal, the whole goals are like, it's so bad. The the goal that they scored, like, and for me, the, the main one for the worst attitude, and it's been a while now, is Trent. And I said mm. this on the other podcast, I love Trent, and I do think he's the best right-back in the world. But he, his attitude was disgusting yesterday. And for me, being a, him being a young scout lad and knows what games against United and Everton mean to supporters, because he is one, he, no matter how bad United are, or how bad Liverpool are, he should be guaranteed the best player on that pitch. He should be putting everything into it because he knows what it means. And he was the one with the worst attitude out of the lot. He was, before he got booked, they had a throw in. And he threw it to them, straight to them. And then they had the ball and then he went and got booked. Their goal, he was walking in the box, in our box, while they had the, the ball at the edge of the box and was about to shoot. The first goal? Yeah, their first goal. Yeah. I, there was about three or four of them, weren't there? Who, was, who, could, who could have potentially at least tried to... I mean, Milner threw himself in front of it and he got sent to the moon and back. But... There was Van Dyke stood there. I think Henderson was within a couple of yards. I don't think he would have got there, but he didn't make any effort to try and get there. Um, Trent could have put a challenge in. He could have got. He could have closed him down. Um, but then again, then you've got to look at Sancho and think how calm he was under that amount of pressure. Because that first touch, it just sent. Like I say, it just sent sent Milner flying, didn't it? It was good, but then you put then there's too many defensive errors for like. Like, again, Van Dijk, best defender in the world, without a doubt. But he didn't, why didn't he close him? Why was he like seven yards off him just standing there? I know the, me- the memes are good, to be fair, of like, of him with sunglasses and stuff and singing Wonderwall and stuff like that. But what what's he doing there? Trent just walking in the box. Yeah. Milner gets sent to the shop. <laughs> it was a shamble. And then their second goal was... I were just conceding all the time now. Just a through ball against our high line and it's a goal. See, we concede a lot of goals like that. On the counter attack, high line, one two, straight up, straight in. Uh, someone with pace gets gets in behind and slots it in. It was a good finish by Rashford though. Yeah, it was. But yeah, I said at the start before the game, I said that with Rashford being up front, it was I mean, that they were probably gonna play on the counter anyway, but it just gave him that bit more more tools to be able to do it with Rashford up front on his own, I think, you know, instead of Ronaldo. Yeah, and you notice as well, they just kicked the ball up as well. They weren't messing about because yeah. they knew that they could just hit it over the top for the pace, which is the right thing to do for them. But it was just, yeah, it was a shambles from start to finish. You just know that's what annoys me the most. I wouldn't mind if you could see they give 100% from the off in the biggest game. We played brilliant against you in the Community Shield, had a go, and we won because of it. 
and we played like we sh- like we usually do in big games, and there was none of that. And I don't even think it's like you can give a bit of credit to United fair enough, like obviously they had press and stuff, but we're better than that, and we we should have pressed. We're not getting the second balls. We're too lazy to to get everything. There's it's a joke what's going on, and and then I don't see us scoring. Obviously we've got half scored in the past three games, but it's just the amount of chances. Like there's chances where it's just uh, we had a corner and it's just like bounced about on their line and I don't know how it's not gone in. A bit of it's like luck, like we're getting a bit unlucky in front of goal and stuff, but then it's just we should be there's chances where we should score. And then Do you mean where Bruno nearly scored our own goal? Yeah. Yeah. The midfield's all like non existent because of injuries as well. So that midfield that we played Maybe Fabinho should have started, but at the same time, the reason he's not started is because he's been poor recently. He like he's he's amazing, but he he's he's slow to start the season. He always is, and then he gets into it. So mm. that's probably why he's been dropped. Harvey Elliott playing on the right centre mid doesn't give Trent the cover that Henderson does. Again, doesn't excuse how bad Trent was no. and how his attitude stunk, and he can get away with it because. There's no, there's no one to, there's no competition. Robbo's been a bit poor recently, but at least like I'd start Samiskas against Bournemouth next match, um, instead of Robbo just to give Robbo a break. But I'd, I'd drop, I'd put Gomez or Milner there next match against Bournemouth instead of Trent. Drop him. He needs to be dropped to be taught a lesson because he's walking back. He's, he can do that attitude. He can walk around like it's nothing because he's, there's no competition. He does come across that way to me. He comes across quite cocky, doesn't he? But it's, it's it's when he has like a good run or something like that, and then it starts to go down. But so I'll get right. So the other argument that we made you saying was fatigue and stuff. But what I was saying against that was I'd understand that later on in the game or later on in the season, not from the first minute in the third game of the season, not when you who made the argument. It one of my mates, oh. but not in the not no. Not when you saw the effort and the attitude that was shown in the Community Shield a few weeks ago. What's the difference? Why are we why are we why are we turning up more for the Community Shield game, which is a friendly, basically, against City, but not doing that against our the our biggest rivals? I don't get it. And then the other issues the the midfield is just lacking because of injuries and we've got it's two weeks now till the end of the transfer window. Well, we've got we've got time to invest and get centre mids, and we're crying out for it. And we've got Thiago out for six weeks. We're crying out for midfielders. They're not going to play all the time, but get someone so that we can have a rest or have options to come on the bench. We had two keepers on the bench yesterday, and then there was barely anyone to come on. Carvalho, Naby Cases, and. Naby Cater's a very good player, but injury prone, and it takes him a while to get back to where, to being a quality player, and then when he is, he gets injured again. But then he's had the cheek to come out and say that he wants to play more football. How can you play more football if you're injured? So then apparently he was out yesterday with an injury or something, so we we need midfielders, and that's on the board. That, that's on the board to go out and go, right, we can see you struggling. Otherwise, yeah. otherwise we're going to struggle this first half until January, and then, and then if we don't sign someone this, in the summer... 
we know what will happen. We'll get someone in in January when it's too late anyway. Who's probably not as good as what we could have got now. So you sound worried, mate. I'm more worried because of the the attitude of the team and the, the not scoring. Mm. So do you not think then it's the beginning of the day and then for Liverpool? No. No. The thing is, we're still finished above United. We're still finished top three. Yeah. We just, it's just, it's just shit at the moment. Proper shit. Mm. I did see, I did see a lot, a lot of what you've said. I did see a lot of that myself. But it, again, when it's your club, things are magnified, aren't they? Yeah. Um, I do, I do think United deserve a lot of credit for that performance yesterday, whether I like to admit it or not. I think that United were really played really well. They actually played well. It weren't like they, it weren't like they just turned up and nicked a win. They they played well. They were by far the better team. Yeah, they had a goal, but they didn't. They wasn't hard for them. We didn't do anything. We didn't. See, we didn't have to have a go at them. I think. I think United's press yesterday was really good. And I don't think they gave anybody much time on the ball. They were forcing mistakes out of Milner. Um, he was putting in challenges what he just couldn't get to. Like, fair enough, like you say about Fabinho, maybe he weren't in form, but I was surprised that he didn't start Fabinho. Yeah. I thought he, I thought he would have played Fabinho and then played Elliot a bit further up rather than on the right side. I think the other thing was, though, it's because he didn't play... Fabinho last time when we tonked them 4 0, 5 0, sorry. Mm. So he's probably thought we don't, it's it's sound. It's, I don't know. It was just shit. It was just shit. Like there's no, there's no other way around it. Salah got a goal, which was good, but, um, and Fernandez probably should have got sent off, but the ref's always going to bottle it at our traffic, isn't he? Are you still winning the league? Yeah. <laughs> it's only three games in. This is what I mean. Like I'm, 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 I'm like fuming and upset about it all, but it still is only three games in. But it is my worry, especially like I worry if if, if there is fatigue, we're fucked, aren't we? After when in around Christmas time, <laughs> if we're if we're knackered now in three games in, imagine what it's like after the World Cup when you've got the biggest part of the schedule. So that's why I don't think that's yeah. why I'm writing that fatigue thing off. Because it'll be on life support by then, won't it? Fucking hell. No, it's not fatigue. I mean, like you say, it's impossible for it to be fatigue with three games in. I don't don't really see an argument for that. What was the reason for that? Because we looked leggy at the back end of last season, which we did. Because we we, Mm. we went for everything. We played every single possible game of the season, which is fair enough and stuff. And it's been a shorter pre-season and stuff like that. I, I do get it all, but at the same time, it's a new season and they're athletes. They're bound to be, they're, they're going to be fit. And I don't think that's a, that can't be an issue three games in. If that's an issue, if fatigue's an issue three games into the season, we've got a bigger problem in the club. Because with the sports scientists and stuff like that, but they won't be. They've, they've got like the best sport, they'll have the best sports scientists about and physios and everything. So it won't be that. And then the other thing for me to write that off is, it we why we played that well against against you. Yeah, you did. Against City. Yeah. So and we had to go at you and went full pelt. So is it now you can go full pelt at one game, but then the next three games are gonna be a write off because we'll be fatigued. And then it's like 
But then the other argument was that City was only a friendly. Well, if it was only a friendly, like no. that makes that makes us not turning up against United even worse because this actually means something. See, the City game wasn't played like a friendly at all. <clears throat> Either team, both teams was trying no. to win. It was just that you were the better team. I felt. I mean, I felt like you were. I don't know. It felt like performance wise, Liverpool were a lot more up for it than we were in the charity field. Yeah. But I don't know, you could see the effort that was there, there was runs being made. I mean, the only one who I felt like wasn't really doing much running was Haaland in that game. Um, but he's he's one of them, he's new into the team, he's got to get used to the way we play and stuff. Yeah. No, I mean, even being realistic, I know we're having a laugh at that about the game being off United, but United were good yesterday. You were, you were shit, to be fair. It's three games in. Look at, I mean, if you look at United, look at this time yesterday, right? Every, everyone was saying United are doomed. Now it's United are back. Yeah. Of one performance. It'd be ridiculous to start writing Liverpool off now. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, anyone who does is a fucking idiot, to be honest. I know we have a joke and say, oh, it was a relegation game and stuff, but... It, it, Anyone, anyone who sits there and honestly says that Liverpool haven't got a chance of winning this league title is absolutely stupid. I think this shows as well that um, United should keep the Glazers because it's clearly <laughs> not their fault, is it? Look at what happens when the players actually turn up and have a go, they win. So how are you going to blame the Glazers for the players not performing? The players mm. didn't turn up the first two home game, the first two games of the season and get battered. But it's the Glazers' fault, and the one time the players turn up, they win. Glazers in now, mate. Glazers in. That's it. <laughs> They'll be protesting if they fucking leave. Bearing your yellow and green scarves. Jesus Christ. Him and his zebra pants turning up again. Why couldn't he just protest and get the game abandoned? <laughs> you said it last week, did you? Yeah. As well. See, when you said that when you were saying last week, and I was thinking... I honestly, I honestly thought there's no chance United are going to win this game. Even when I saw the team sheets, I thought, I, I just couldn't see United doing better than you in the midfield area with uh, Milner and Henderson. And I know how, how good Elliot is because I rate him quite, quite a lot. And I just couldn't see how, how, how they were going to have the better of that game. But somehow they did. The mad thing was, like, we put, we've got issues midfield like I said but that what it was the defence that was the worst out of it all mm. they were just all over the place like Milner and Bage were just, just having a go at each other most of the game and that doesn't happen I was going to say that like, that, do- that doesn't happen something's like they've lost, they lost their heads yesterday they were both shouting at each other weren't they yeah <laughs> and even like later on in the game as well did you uh, did you see the um, the bit where Ronaldo come over and he was and he slumped Carragher Oh yeah, Joe found qu- quite a coincidence about that. They were about to speak about how um, how United are better without Ronaldo and how Bruno Fernandes is better without Ronaldo, and then all of a sudden he comes over and stops the uh, segment, doesn't he, by speaking to them? Yeah, it'd have been funny if they, if he was like just lingering in the background while they were saying. What <laughs> <laughs> well, he tweeted today? Did he? it seems like it bothered him a bit that? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I can't remember what he tweeted now, but he tweeted something something along the lines of, it, basically he was proving right that Ronaldo's not good enough to play for United and the manager's seen it. 
<laughs> something like that. But it, it seemed a bit solid to me, to be honest. I was calling for Ronaldo to come on early on in the game because of how shit he makes them. <laughs> I was hoping he would have came on to do us a favour. They brought him on too late. United are quite... I'll, I'll admit it, United are quite scary when Rashford's on form. Yeah. I remember him I remember him absolutely tearing us apart at the Etihad once. Um, I think it was his first 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 derby, Rashford's first derby, and he absolutely obliterated our black, back line. So he played similar to what he did yesterday, he played well yesterday. I think um I think for him it's the I feel like off the pitch stuff get, gets to him a bit too much. Like fair play to him with yeah. every And then everyone yeah, has an opinion. He on smashed him. it with like the elfin with the meos, kids meos and stuff like that. Like it's unbelievable work what he's done, but it does seem to like have affected what's happened on the pitch. And it's what it's one of them, isn't it? If you if you're a United fan you'd probably fume and you'd probably think like just state of footy, but if you're every other fan you just think, well, what he's done's unbelievable, just stick to that. Yeah, just concentrate on your foot, yeah. No. Do the other thing is as well, is like there's probably loads of footballers who do loads of charity and stuff, but don't advertise it because then stuff like that can't happen. Because then, because then it's for people. It's it's a joke, really. It shouldn't be like that. But for people, they then use that as ammo, don't they? And go like, well, if you weren't doing this, you'd be better on the pitch and stuff like that. And basically, oh, it's like he's just trying to help. He's doing better than what the mm-hmm. government done. Yeah, he is. How old is he? He's about about twenty five now. I think so. Twenty five, twenty six. Anyway. Are we done with that shit now? <laughs> I'm made up I'm not going to Saturday. What all are you not? No. What is it? Are you at home or are you away sat there? At home. Oh. My brother and my dad are going, oh, right, out, on, going out on Friday night, so forth. I, uh, I'm not travelling all that way for like I'm not getting up early and then travelling just to watch us against Bournemouth. Mm. And that was that was Friday. That was Friday I made that decision. Thank fuck I made that decision. <laughs> but we'll win anyway. Up the Reds. You know what's funny though, because you're like usually the, the I'm optimistic. Optimi- optimist yeah. of how good Liverpool are gonna do and stuff. No matter it, how it bad is. Liverpool do, I'm always like optimistic that we'll still go on, whereas well, for me, after yesterday's performance against United, I'm struggling with optimism at the moment. I'll be back on. Um, I'll be back next week when it's back on optimism. As long as fucking Scott Parker doesn't fucking <laughs> when we get beat us when we get done off Crystal Palace again at, uh, oh, at yeah. the Etihad like we did last year. Patrick Vieira and Scott Parker getting points against the two top two clubs in the world. <laughs> Jesus, right. Let's go to the city. <laughs> Let's analyse that one. Might as well, aren't we? We're going to win on Saturday, by the way. Off the Reds. Just give them a few more um, asthma pumps. Who have you got sat there? Bournemouth. Oh, Bournemouth, yeah. That's all it. Right. Yeah, you'll toss them, I think. Yeah, we should do. Hopefully. I'd, I'm not even open for like a, just a battle and just, just a win. Just to get the... Just to get the clock... Uh, just get it ticking along... Mm, hopefully not. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Newcastle and City. That well, was a great game, by the way. For the like, it, not just it was a good game of, for the neutral. Yeah, obviously not just because I wanted City to lose, and then obviously Newcastle went three one up. But 
that was a it was a good game. Newcastle. Did you watch really the game well. um, live? Though? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Gundogan got an early goal, didn't he? Uh, and then he said on the commentary um, something about, oh, this is what happened last time. City were up, I think City were 1-0 within 30 seconds or something like that, or two minutes. And then last time, Newcastle ended up winning. And then after that, that's when Newcastle started playing better. Yeah, they actually had a goal. For, for me, when, whenever like I watch City, it just winds me up of like teams just sit and wait. Which what I've noticed with Liverpool that can work, especially like recently it's kind of worked because we're struggling to score, but mm. but it's inevitable again the city are gonna score and city scored early on. So if people turn up to then mm. sit and you score early on, the game plan's fucked and they've got nothing else. But so and I know it's easier said than done, but why sit? And you're 99% chance of losing anyway. Just have a go. And that's what Newcastle did. And all right, Newcastle didn't get the win in the end, but they almost did. And they actually... And this is the other thing as well, what I've noticed with City, like, you don't really like people having a go at you neither. You are a bit like... Or a bit like how we were. Yes, you get, like, get a little bit shook when someone has a go at you because you don't expect it. Because why would you? It doesn't happen week in, week out. Yeah, I don't think it's... I think it's just like you say, like... We most of the time when we go somewhere like Newcastle or somewhere like that, the teams do tend to sit back. Or so I mean, a lot of it's forced as well. Yeah, a lot of it can be forced by yeah. us because we just keep the ball and we just absolutely drain the teams by keeping possession. And basically, what we did to West Ham in the first half uh, in the first game. And and I, I was saying early in the first, I said we need to do basically what we did against West Ham. We need to keep the ball and get them running about, drain the stamina, get them running, create the spaces, and then. But it just didn't pan out like that. We just, I think the Newcastle's press was quite yeah, good. Yeah, it was. And the the crowd got it as soon as that goal went in. The crowd seemed to get louder. Yeah. If anything, um, yeah, and then. That Saint Maximin had the game of his life, didn't it? I like, I like Saint Maximin, and I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's because, because I've always loved like just skillful players, like people players who do skills and stuff like that. Like Ronaldinho is potentially other than like Gerard, my favorite player, just because he used yeah. to just do skills and stuff like that. So I don't know if that's why I really like him, but mm. if he is, he is good. It's his final third that lets him down. But if he could improve that, he could be a really good player. Like. I don't think I've seen Walker struggle that much in a game to what he did against St. Maximum. That just shows how good St. Maximum was. And I also think Jolison was really good as well for Newcastle. Like he he like he was one of the main ones for like pressing and getting in tears, which I thought was like was massive, but yeah, there'll be a they did play really well, but you've done what you what you do and you yeah, I mean, see, I can't, I can't really comment too much about his finishing because there weren't much of it to really comment on in that particular game. But every time he got the ball, it, everybody was worried if he was a City fan or a City player. Or he, and like you say, I don't think Walker's had a 90 minutes like that in a long yeah. time. long time. And it's funny because last week I was saying how much he's improved <laughs> and stuff. 
And then uh, some people were saying like they think his legs have gone now or he's lost a yard and stuff, but I don't I don't necessarily think that that's the case. I think um I think he was just he weren't getting much help either down that side. He was just totally on his own. They, like usually you'd have Bernardo coming back, but for some whatever reason, I don't know whether it was just because of the the quickness of the breaks or whatever. Yeah, he just, just he just didn't seem to have much cover. They didn't wait about it, did they? Counted quick, and he had Saint Maximum would have about three players around him every time he was attacking and stuff like that. Yeah, but every, yeah, every, he just didn't seem to put a foot wrong, no. did he? And every and he just looked threatening every single time he got the ball. Um, but I knew we'd improve in the second half, and we did. I I said we'd improve in the second half because we had to, to be honest. Because there's there's not not a chance that they'd have gone in at half time and they'd have come out a worse team. No. But yeah, so that was so it went. Uh, so Gundo scored first, didn't he? Then you had yeah. I hope there was the disallowed goal. Almiron. Um, he had to score, didn't he? With all everything that's going on with Grealish. Oh yeah, it was given, wasn't it? The, the, the went to VAR, didn't well, it? Well, it got it, it. It went to yeah. VAR, yeah. Uh, he's. I tell you what, he's an happy chap, isn't he? That Almiron. <laughs> he's got. He's literally always got a smile on his face. Like, like even when the goal was disallowed, he was like just. Oh. <laughs> but uh, yes, so he scored, and then oh yeah, Wilson. Yeah, Wilson made it too, didn't he? And then. Trippier made Trippier made it free, didn't it, with his free kick? Our free kick is unbelievable, by the way. He is ridiculous on free kicks. I'd, but in that position, when that free kick was given, I just thought he's got a like, what he's got a very good chance. Like this is perfect. It's perfect for him, and he just didn't. Edison just didn't have to stand a chance. No, no one saving that. No keeper in the world. No, is saving that. He looked a bit shaky yesterday, Edison. I felt like there was a couple of times where he got himself in a bit of trouble. I mean, it, it didn't really come to nothing, but um, he, he didn't look as, as confident as he normally does yeah. Edison yesterday. Or oh, the day before, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking yesterday, but it's yeah. Tuesday, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. and then, uh, so half-time and everything. <laughs> it, I mean, oh no, because the, the free kick was in the second half, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And then... I don't know, that seemed to spur us on then, after that. Then we got back up the other end of the pitch, Haaland pulled one back, and then De Bruyne played a quality ball through, didn't he? That, that pass is a joke, you know. ridiculous over De Bruyne, every single game. It, see, if he, if he has a game where he doesn't do something like that, it's like, oh, he's not played that well today, De Bruyne. <laughs> that pass is a joke. How it's got through everyone to be the perfect weight. Mm. Yeah, because a lot of people were saying, "Oh, fucking hell, Bernardo, what a goal from!" And I was, and I was like, "Well, De Bruyne played a good ball as well, there." Like, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I'll take the draw though. It, it's one of them when you three one down. Yeah, you take it, don't you? You do. You, you've got to be quite happy with that. Before the game, obviously, you think you want to win, but then when as the game goes yeah. on, you just like to but take that. I consider. What do you think of um, Trippier's red card? Um, it was a yellow, but I think them challenges are fucking ridiculous. I only think it's I only think it's a yellow because it would have been a yellow in any other game or any you know if someone else. Did I'm it. thinking it. Was, I thought it was. I was very surprised when they sent when they sent him off yeah. because you get you just get loads of them tackles. I mean, those yeah. tackles happen most games, and it's a yellow. It's a defensive foul, and then 
you see the replay and it's like, okay, it's, it is quite high, but it's still not. It's one of them, like... It's still not really dangerous, is it? Like, it's a, it's a defensive foul. I'd get it with studs and stuff like that, but mm. I, I am, I'm a bit surprised that it got overturned because, like, mate said that it happened to Everton the other season where they'd done a tackle like that, got a red card, and it didn't get overturned. I think that it's like you say, I, I don't like them sort of tackles, mate. I think they're, I think they're nasty because they, they, although they're not directly... Like, it's not they're not going to cause an impact injury by doing that. The player could end up going over and twisting his knee, or do you know what I mean? He could do his cartilage yeah, or something yeah. like that. And I, I think they are quite dangerous, them sort of challenges. And they always get yellow cards. And that's the only reason I think it was a yellow, because it, that's basically what happens all the other time. So it would have been unfair for him to get a red. But Yeah, exactly. But no, I see why it was overturned. But yeah, I don't really like them sort of challenges, because I think they can result in injuries, even though it's not obvious at the time. But yeah, so that was that one. It. I mean, it's one of them. I mean, I felt a lot better about that result yesterday. Oh yeah, but that was the that was what was annoying as well. Like you, you drew. We had a good chance to to win and like get a few points on the board and stuff. And then obviously, <laughs> obviously we didn't. Oh well, it's been a good day of banter today, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> oh, anyway, I meant to ask you before. So are you are you clapping or out then? Clopping and anyone saying clop out, they've not, <laughs> they're not Liverpool fans, they're just on the wind up on Twitter. <laughs> Did you see the one that I sent earlier where it said something like, Thanks for the one UCL and Premier League in eight years, but it's time for me <laughs> to go. <laughs> and it had like 15,000 likes as well. So, this, this is a topic for a, this is for another day, but. I know everyone takes the piss out of Klopp and stuff and about what Liverpool have done. Like, the, we've only won one Prem and stuff like that in how many years and stuff. But, if it weren't for us, the league's the league's a shit show. The league's a Bundesliga. The league's a, a French league. You just, you just win it every season. I, I saw a, a clip the other day of Ian Wright on, like, um, on like one of those talk... Um, like dinners with or whatever, and he 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 said that he said it how it was. He said, "What well, pe- people need to realize in this country that if it weren't for Liverpool, mm. that it would be that because you go we we take you to the end and so yeah we become second and stuff. But we take you to the end if it weren't for us, everyone would be fighting for second and City have won it within the first few games and they'll go and they'll go on a winner for 20, 20 points." It is a debate for another time, but I don't think that's I don't think that's necessarily true, because I don't, because there was a period of time where we weren't winning the league all the time and we were spending more money then than we are now. Like I don't, previous few seasons though, like the about what five six past five six seasons it's been us and you. Yeah, but that's what I mean. But I don't that I don't think that's. I mean, I know you didn't say it was directly, but that's what. Felt like you was getting at then about the money. And oh I mean, no no no, that's that. I'll I'll bring that up on the next. But we're we're gonna do an episode about this debate about uh mm. about City and the the Premier League because I think that's a good that's a good debate that because obviously you've got both sides of the point of view. But that but there wasn't the um that wasn't just to be fair that one what, what I just said then wasn't even about just the money, which obviously is a massive it is a massive factor, but just the fact itself of like. Because of how you have been able to dominate, 
that if it went for us, it the Premier League would be a Bundesliga. Well, that's true, isn't it? I mean, it, that's that's just true. But I mean, I don't see what. What do you mean by that? I don't. When you say in the fact of everyone writes, everyone says, "Oh, how shit defense league is," because you know PSG have won it. How shit the German league is because you know Bayern have won. There's no competition. Why would you go over there? There's no competition. No, I know that. That's what the that's what the prem that's what the prem would be without us. There's no competition for the league. You're fighting for Champions League and it's pointless. But when you're saying without it us, sound... you saying no one's saying you shouldn't be in the league or anything. I don't know what do you mean. The... It's just a, it's just a farmers league, isn't it? Without, without, if Liverpool weren't in like fighting every season for the title, like everyone wants, everyone who doesn't support Liverpool wants City to win it because apparently it's because Liverpool fans will just go on as as we as we will and as we should because what we're doing is ridiculous with the money and stuff like that. Again, like I said, we'll we'll do an episode on this because this could. This is a full-on episode debate as it is, but I think it is pretty, like we are we are helping the league better by having Liverpool fight for it. Because if it weren't for Liverpool, City would just <laughs> run away for every season without. I, I, sort, I sort of get what you mean, but like I say, we'll have a debate about this, and this is a um, this is an off-season uh, episode. I think at the end of the season next next summer when there's no. When there's a few episodes where there's no football, I think we've got a few uh, a few big debates to have. One old season and all that. I know. It's so early. And it's already got me heart and got me stressed. I can't wait for the end of the season already. You tell me you're on edge. I feel like you're about to snap. Alright, <laughs> 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 so let's move on to the shit show at Ellen Road from uh, Chelsea. Yeah, they're um, Chelsea, but I think they're just they're missing a striker, aren't they? Like they're just missing someone to to finish. But then, yeah, like I said that. Oh, didn't I? I said the word. Go on, sorry. No, no I was going to say that. Like with Tottenham, like they, to be fair, they battered Tottenham and then missed too many chances and then conceded at the end. And then obviously against Leeds, they've Leeds have been good and stuff. To be fair, but. Mendy's mistakes and stuff. It's you can't you can't afford those mistakes any time, but especially when you've you're struggling to score. That makes sense. Yeah, Chelsea to me feel like they did. They they feel like they picked up again from where they left yeah. last season. They're struggling to score and they're leaking goals. Um, they need a striker. They need someone who's going to be scoring goals consistently every single week. And they need to get they need to sort the defence out, don't they? Um, I mean, it's it's easy to just sit in and say that, but they do because they're making silly mistakes and they they're not finishing the chances. Like Sterling had a great chance. I know he created the chance himself, but did you see Sterling's chance in the first? At, yeah, at the start where he um he, he he did really well to like get into the area and then just blasted it wide, like. I mean, you've got to give it to Leeds as well in that game, actually. Again, like Leeds, Leeds did look really good. And that Rodrigo was just on fire. Yes, was that four goals and three now? My uh, Leeds correspondent in work. <laughs> me, oh, yeah, me mate. Got, mate, yeah. Yeah, he's, uh, I was saying to him the other day, I go to him for me uh, for the Leeds topics, for, uh, for what he thinks. 
and he's 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 happy with he said they'd like the new players, the new older midfielders and stuff are like really good and stuff like that and uh, they were pressing well. I said, do you think what well, what do you think about Rodrigo? And he said he's not a big fan of him, to be fair. He said for the money that he spent that he spent, he he's not he's not constantly he's not consistent enough and he's not as good. But because I said I thought he's alright, but obviously I've only seen that he's scored like four goals and three. Yeah, you see the stats, yeah. So out, obviously as an outsider, you look at the stats, don't you? So, but yeah, he's probably. But like you said, if you're gonna, uh, if he's gonna guarantee like an average of a goal a game, it doesn't matter how shit he plays. You take that. No, no. As long as he's hitting the back of the net, yeah. don't give a fuck, do you? Really. Um, but no, I I saw a couple of people say similar things about Rodrigo like he should he should have been the one you know before the season started that he should have been one out the mm-hmm. door and stuff like that but I mean he seems to be doing all right he had a good game then that's I mean that's the first time I've watched him properly this season but he he got did he get he got a yeah he, he scored a really good header and then he got the assist didn't he for is he called Harrison yeah Harrison? apparently he's good but at, um that assist that he got is it just me, or did it look like he was trying to shoot? Because it was kind, of, he was kind of backpedaling and just hit it. So I don't know if it was just a hit and hope. It looked to me as if he just was trying to knock it into a danger yeah. area. I don't know whether he was, you know, whether it was like a precision sort of pass. I don't think that. I think it was. I think he was just trying to get it away from the defender where he was, and then he knocked it into his path, which I felt like he did quite well. Yeah, it was yeah. a good goal. Good play. Yeah, I mean, and then I've just we just totally. Uh, I'm not even mentioned the first one, <laughs> where where Mendes just decides he's he's fucking Pele. And... Oh yeah, no, so, uh, sorry, yeah, I said about his um about him like with his just messing up, like he can't afford to do that, can you? With the oh yeah, sorry, I didn't. Well, yeah, no, yeah, but yeah, it, it did get it got pressed, didn't he? And I don't know what he's playing at. Could have happened a few times though, couldn't it? Earlier on, like it was a few times where he looked shaky. Yeah, there was a few times I've I've heard a lot. See, I, I always thought he was quite a good goalkeeper, Mendy. But then a lot of a lot of people are saying he's not good enough. Um, I think he's one of them, isn't he? That's quite a good shot stopper, but his feet let him down. A lot of them in this league, isn't there? Yeah, <laughs> and then <laughs> but then still trying to play out from the back. Right? Yeah, think what's Koulibaly doing there for that second? Like, yeah, the game's done with. You're already booked. I didn't see the first. I've seen the last, the second yellow to get him sent yeah. off, but I missed the first yellow. So I know, I know. Apparently, they were both quite stupid. Yeah, they're like, why do that? Club, and basically, the game's over. Just, just, just finish, just finish the game. There's no need for you to get like. If he goes through, he goes through. It's not going to make that much of a difference, is it? Like at three 0 down, just let him go through, and now he's after that. Good performance last week, an unbelievable volley to now getting sent off. Oh, well, I'm glad Chelsea got beat anyway. Yeah. That's it, wasn't it? I mean, it was shaping up to, to be a good day, and then St. Maximin happened, didn't it? <laughs> but two shows, um, two shows had fallen off as well, isn't it? You know what? I don't see, I don't see, I think it, the only reason he's getting. He's not getting as much stick as he would have done. It's because he won the Champions League halfway through halfway through a season. He just came in, didn't he? When they'd already qualified for a lot of stages and stuff. Yeah. 
I think they, it's always as well dependent on the um, the like other teams. Mm. So like obviously at the moment United have been in the crossfire, but now that um ten to uh, ten Args at the wheel and the Glazers are back, he'll mm. probably move on to uh, maybe move on to Tuchel now because he was blaming the having to get the coach down and everything, wasn't he? He was blaming what, sorry? The coach. He said that uh, the players had to had to get the plane down to the uh, plane up to the game. But the <laughs> the uh, the staff and the coaches had to get a coach up. Must be I a think, German thing, mate. What like what's what's the issue with that? It's not like they're kicking the ball. Did you see the um the roulette the the clop excuse roulette um wheel before? Oh the the the, oh, the clock yeah. <laughs> excuse wheel of fortune or something with all these excuses. I think it? the other thing as well, to be fair, is they're never gonna really although too sure they against something didn't they, but most managers aren't gonna like Pep and Klopp, they've got enough respect for the players to not just throw them under the bus on interviews. So they'll just throw, just chat loads of shit, but then, oh, look at them. But yeah, they, it, it doesn't help, they don't help themselves, but but to a, to an extent, you know, where they're, they're probably not really blaming those things. Like, they're not really going to blame how dry the pitches as if, like, they weren't expecting it to be dry and stuff, like, they weren't, he was expecting a perfect pitch for them to play footy. Maybe they just come together and think, well, let's have a laugh and let's think of the most ridiculous excuses we can think of and see if anyone, see if anyone bites. Yeah, I mean, Tuchel and Klopp come out with some fucking absolutely fantastic comments, don't they, about excuses and stuff. But I mean, then Pep, Pep doesn't really do that, but he, he just gives really strange interviews. Like he'll say it was the best performance he's ever seen when it's clearly not. Do you know what I mean? And stuff like that. Or like, Cancelo was, uh, that's the best performance I've ever seen, Cancelo. And then really, he was dog shit, you know. But, yeah. It, I know what you, I do get what you mean about him having to protect the players and maybe that is, there was an element of that to it. Because there's got to be some fucking reason, hasn't there? Because, what what did you say? What did he say about the coach? Um, that they had to, the coaching staff and the backroom staff had to get a coach up. But the players got a plane. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's not going to affect the players, really, is it? It's not. That's not going to... No. Anyway, let's move on to the other side of Merseyside. Yeah, the other side of Liverpool is Everton. Yeah, so they, they've got no strikers. It's the issue. The issue is no strikers. But the, di- for the difference is they've not got the, the quality of players that Chelsea have got. Forrest are, for the, are looking all right as well, to be fair. Yeah, Forest are looking okay, aren't they? I mean, they tend to do that, don't they? Promoted teams, they tend to have a good start to the season yeah. and then tail off. But uh, no, Forest have been quite good in the matches I've seen them up to now. It was a, it was a decent. It worked the worst game actually that game. Pickford got an assist, didn't they? Yeah. For the uh, for the equaliser, that, that that was a quality ball. That. Good finish from Gray as well. Yeah, yeah. I think that... it was good finish for the first goal yeah, as well. Yeah, it was. For, yeah, um, Forest goal. Do you think Lampard's in trouble then? Or do you think that's going to buy him a bit of time? He'll have more time because the fans like him. Because it's still Rafa's fault. Yeah. Well, no, it's not. All right, I'm taking the piss there. They, they're not saying it's Rafa's fault and stuff. But I think a lot of people still think that Lampard, because of how they're playing, because they, they are 
playing a lot better and stuff. It is literally just the end product isn't there. They said they could see improvements from from Lampard last season, from when Lampard took over. No, he's not for me, Lampard. Fast forward, isn't he? I don't really... He's one of them people. I just don't really have an opinion on him. I just don't... I don't don't really rate mm. him. I'm a, probably because I'm not a big fan of him as it is anyway, but yeah, I don't think he's... I still think they'll be in trouble. The only reason he's got a Premier League job is because he is Frank Lampard. Yeah. Because he did okay at Derby, didn't he? And he got the Chelsea job because he's Frank Lampard. Yeah, exactly. And then it was straight at Chelsea. Yeah, because he, he didn't really do much at Chelsea. I mean, I know they had the uh, the transfer ban, but he didn't exactly yeah. pull trees, did he? That's the other thing for me. That was that was always the one of the main things for me as well with Lampard and Chelsea and this transfer ban. He got so much like gratitude and stuff. It's like, oh, look, look at what Lampard's done with the transfer ban. He's had to, he's used bringing all these up and coming kids and look at how good they've got. He chose those kids because he had a transfer ban, so he didn't have a choice. So that's why he chose them, and you can guarantee that because the next summer he didn't have a transfer ban. He got Thiago Silva, and. Correct me if I'm wrong, Thiago Silva's not a young, up-and-coming prospect. Mm. I mean, they didn't pay nothing for him, did they? It was a free transfer, but I get what you mean. But yeah, but all this, oh, look at all these young players, replaces all these young players straight away. Tammy Abraham, he was gone as soon as as soon as soon he could make signings. So yeah, I don't, yeah, don't, not a big fan of him. I don't really see, like I say, I've not really got much of yeah. an opinion on him. You know what I mean? He, he, I mean, he might be. He speaks quite well and stuff. And I did like him when he was at City. I felt like, you know, what I liked about him when he was at City. I liked the fact that he celebrated against Chelsea because I think players should do that. You know, when they score against the old clubs, I don't, I don't think, I don't know. I don't like it when they don't celebrate. I don't know about you. I don't know. I get what you mean. I just feel like it kind of. I, I mean, it doesn't mean anything, but it does. Like it's not gonna. It does show a little bit of. Of respect, but I think it's more the fact of it's because every you know it's like an unwritten rule. Like you know, someone's not going to celebrate against you if they've if they've played for you, especially if they're a club legend. You know, mm. they wouldn't because you're going to give them a good reception and stuff. But then as soon as they celebrate you, it's like, what are you doing? Like, I just think that you're playing for that club now. It's you know what I mean. You used to play for that club, fair enough, but. You've got every right to celebrate a goal that you scored against him. I don't, I don't really understand it, personally. Because it's, it's one of them things, isn't it? Like everyone has their opinions on it. I don't think not one's right or wrong. But I mean, a lot of City fans didn't like Milner celebrating against us. You know, when he scored the pen, I think it was a penalty. Yeah. And I think that's why a lot of City fans don't like Milner now. I was going to say, but it's the reason why City fans, because to me, well, it's probably also because reading his book. He was like, he's he done well for us and stuff, and it's not like he went for mm. for money and stuff. I kind of get like going to the rival and stuff like that, but it's, yeah. it, it seems it from from his book. It seems like the reason why he went was because he wasn't going to get a game at City anyway, and obviously he wanted a game. And we came in and was like, you can you part yeah. you like Klopp was like, is is the project what we want you to be a part of it. People take it personally, don't they? Like they, they take things. I think people do take stuff too personally in football. Like, yeah, yeah. 
I think it's on if it's on a free and stuff like that as well, it doesn't it's not like it's it's massive deal. See that I think that was the issue, although I think it was because he was offered the new contracts as well. And he didn't take the new contract. Oh, okay. And he and he moved to Liverpool on a free transfer. I think that was the problem. I think that's that that was one of the main things. And but I do understand it with Milner because he wasn't playing week in, week yeah. out. And I mean, and he has gone to Liverpool and he did all right, and he's done quite well, hasn't he? I mean, he's done more than one. Won every single trophy you can at Liverpool. But... I mean, don't get me wrong, when I still don't really like him <laughs> much, but I, <laughs> but I do, I do sort of get it. Like, and I think when he, I, I think there was there was that, and then he celebrated against us when he scored the penalty, and I think that gets people's backs up. But see, that doesn't really bother me at all. Very quickly as well, I think. Um... I really like Nottingham Forest kit. Just the fact that it's got no sponsor. Like, I just... Kits, kits having no sponsors will be sick. But that's... Yeah. Yeah, it's it's quite nice, isn't it? Tell you what I did see today. Ipswich Town. I've got a... I only saw it because it's Ed Sheeran's... Like, he's basically putting... I think he's putting money into the club and he sponsors Ipswich Town because he's an Ipswich fan. And they've got a brand new kit, and it's plain black, but I didn't think I'd like a plain black kit, because I used to think it'd look a bit like a referee kit. <laughs> but it is, it's a really nice shirt, if you, if you have a look at it, it's a nice top. You see, if it didn't have an Ipswich badge on, I probably would have got it for when <laughs> I play football, because when we play with you, we do black or white, don't yeah. we? So, so there's a bit of useless information for you. <laughs> so Forrest and Everton, it's, it was a good point for both sides, really, because, I mean, Forrest still did reasonably happy that they went... It's a good if they've got a point. And I think Everton will be happy because they equalise late. Yeah. I don't know where Everton get their next win. <laughs> Who have they got next? Uh, Brentford away. No, they're not winning that, yeah, are they? Not beating, they're not winning against Brentford. Especially away. Because Brentford are doing it because Ivan Tony is smashing it. He is, isn't he? He's doing really well. I mean, we'll move on to that game now if you want. Yeah, might as well. It was a cracking game, that. Uh, Fulham and Brentford. It was nearly the first goal. I think it was really quick, the first goal, wasn't it? Were it in... I'm sure it was in, like, 50 seconds or something like that. But, yeah, no, it was a, it was a good game, that. Um, the winner was the first goal, wasn't it? The good goal. Yeah. The, uh, the It was last minute of the game, Yeah, right? got, he loves the uh, he loves a back, hole, back post header, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. See, he's, he is quality. He's, I like Mitrovic, mate. Oh, I, he's doing better than what I thought. I, I know I'd put him in the fan, in my fancy team, but I said to you, didn't I? I said, like, I do this every time he's in the Prem because he dominates the championship, but then he just doesn't do it in the Prem. Whereas this season... He's doing well, in there. He's doing all right. He's getting me points. I may or may not have put him in my team. <laughs> yeah, we can't see each other's team, can we? I was, I was trying to have a look at yours over the weekend, but it's not possible. You were trying to find out if, if you had any players yesterday, weren't you? <laughs> I was 100%. I was looking to see if you've got any other Liverpool, because I know for a fact you've got Salah, because why wouldn't everyone's got Salah? And the thing is, you don't take him out neither. No matter how badly like, Liverpool or Salah's doing, you don't take him out, because you know that one game he's just going to go sound. I'll just do it myself and get about four goals. I'm trying to be quite... Um... I'm trying to use my transfers quite wisely this time because they have got a history of like just using them all in the first two months and then I'm just fucked for the rest of the Yeah, year. I might need to do some do some transfers. There's a, there's one or two players in my team 
that are literally just getting a pointer we <laughs> just absolutely pointless thing is it's a long season and you won't you, we actually we do get 10 more than we did last time i did the sky one because you used to only get 40 but now we get 50 but yeah yeah Mitrovic do a bit yeah i mean i sort of just skim past the rest of the game and it was quite a good game to be honest i went straight straight to his winner but uh tony got his equalizer after he got the the off, he, after the offside goal um because he had one offside yeah. as well didn't he he's doing all right as well getting a few goals for them yeah yeah he is he's well a lot of people are saying that he's the best strike apart from harry kane they're saying that he's the best England yeah, probably deserves a call-off, maybe. He'll probably get... He'll probably go to the World Cup, but sit on the bench for the old fucking tournament, won't he? Yeah, it um, always happens, isn't it? Unless you're in, like, the top four or top six, you might get a call-off, but you're not going to play. And if you do, it's basically going to be the last group stage game where either you're not qualified or yeah. you have qualified. Then it's a pointless game. Yeah. I mean... It'd be good to it would be good to see players like that go, you know, players who, who you're not you're not expecting to. Yeah. Uh, well not not expecting to, but you've not that haven't really had a chance of England before. Never know, they might they might get the winner as well, the sense that they don't really get the chance, do they? Like even in like knockouts and stuff, they mm. never really get bought on. Even though it might be trying for That's what I mean, like a lot of a lot of the time these players get the call because someone's dropped out, but it's just a waste of fucking time, especially the strikers, because they just never seem to get a, get a chance. It's like when, when you look back at Theo Walcott going to that World Cup, like, yeah. what was the point in that? It was ridiculous. Like, that, I think that, that still aren't Darren Bent to this day. Like, how did, he, how did Theo Walcott manage to go to that World Cup? Yeah, and then you've got Bournemouth, Arsenal. Arsenal winning 3-0. Yeah, Arsenal are looking good, yeah, aren't yeah. they? Did you see uh, Gabriel Jesus's run for the is is you know to create the first goal? He's, he's been class, hasn't he, for them? He has, right? But I, I was listening to uh, another podcast. I think it might have been the Ben Foster one, and they were saying something along the lines of Gabriel Jesus must have been harnessed at set, you know, by Pep, yeah. and you could never play like now because they've never seen him dribble like that I've seen him dribble like that plenty of times but I think because he's the main man there now you're taking a lot more yeah, notice of, of him whereas at City he was one of 11 fantastic players who were doing bits do you know what I mean and I think that's just a, it was one of the most stupid things I've ever heard because if, if anyone had watched Jesus play he, he often did that he often went on dribbles and got himself into the box and created stuff and put himself about. He was everywhere. But now, because he's doing it at Arsenal, all of a sudden, he was never that great at Setter because he was harnessed by Pep, which I think is I think yeah, that's a stupid thing to say. I think it's just silly. Like, I think that's just said by someone who's not really watched him and they've just, you know what I mean? They're just making some sort of presumption that he wasn't... Because Jesus, Jesus was, he was really good at Setter, but... Like we say, he, he obviously he was playing to tactics a lot of the time, but um, he, he did, he did, he was allowed to express himself. And players are like the only person I really feel like he's honest at the minute is Jack Grealish. But I feel like that's, I feel like that, I think he even admitted himself it's more of a mental thing because he just doesn't want to give the yeah. ball away for Pep. 
anyway, well, that's that. I just wanted to make that point because I just felt that was a silly thing to say because Jesus, Jesus was that player for us. He he, he always ran at the defenders and created stuff. He was never just he never he was never a player just to play sideways passes. He was always one to have a go. But yeah, no, he's he's done. He's 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 absolutely like I said last week, didn't I? I've got, I think he could have a chance at a golden boot, and he was yeah he was unlucky not to score against Bournemouth as well. Um, he could have scored right near the end, and oh yeah, but it's just offside, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, that Odegaard. I didn't realize he was captain Odegaard. He got no, I didn't either. I was surprised. He got that two. Getting me a few points on the fancy team, and then Saliba get good goal from that Saliba. Yeah, I can go that. Apparently, weak foot as well. Yeah, it was. Yeah, his left foot outside the box. It was a good goal. But the Arsenal fans singing it is the song for him is the um to the tune of Tequila. <laughs> but then obviously with Saliba, which to be fair, it sounded good a few times. Mm. But then after fifteen minutes straight yeah, yeah. of singing it. It gets a little bit annoying, but it gets annoying for everyone else when you're in the mix and that's and you, you've got a song going for ages mm. and it's sick. You're having a sick time, but to everyone else, it's like, all right, give it a rest now. Yeah, it's like the Bernardo one for Sitter. You know, Bernardo. Oh, so yeah, that. yeah. Like when that, that just gets repeated and repeated and repeated sometimes. Yeah. And... It's like the Bobby Firmino song and the Van Dyke and stuff. I feel like that's yeah, really, really. <laughs> yeah. Then you got Palace. Beating Villa three one. Yeah. Oh, one thing I wanted to touch on. That's that's the first time Arsenal have won the fir- I've won the first three games in eighteen years. Jesus. Yeah. It wasn't any scored, but what was that? Oh, jeez. <laughs> he should have done. Yeah. <laughs> no, sorry. Yeah. So, uh, boys. Yeah, they are looking good. So Palace. Yeah, Palace beat Villa three one. Another early goal. There was another early. It was an early goal for Villa, wasn't it? And. Zaha. Zaha's goal was similar to the one he scored last week against or on Monday against uh, against Hughes, wasn't it? Yeah, he's he's not too bad, Zaha, but I don't think he. I I think I think he's perfect for Palace. They're not a mass. He can he can shine there because I don't think he. I don't think he does much in a top sixteen. There's something about I don't know. I think with Zaha, from a lot of what you hear from people who watch him regular, is I think he's a bit similar to say Maximin. Like he's a bit hot and cold. Like sometimes he's a world yeah. beater, and then sometimes he just goes missing, and it's too frequent. But whenever I watch Zaha, he's tended to play quite well. Um, mm. Then there was the the Schlupp goal that was ruled out, and then. He made a really good save, Mart- Martinez. Oh, on the line. Yeah. What a save yeah. that is. Uh, was it Jordan Ayew? I think it was. It might have been. Um, but yeah, he, so he, he he played quite well, Martinez. And then that buddy, Leon Bailey at the bar. He nearly buddy broke the bar. Oh, some some never that. Uh, it, it, that was a cracking one. And then there was that penalty one there as well for a handball by Lucas... Yeah, is it what's it called? Lucas, Lucas yeah, Dean or whatever they call it. That was a penalty, wasn't it? It's not even really a debate. It was, yeah. Then Zaha got the rebound, yeah. Yeah, Zaha missed his pen, didn't he? And then got the one enough for rebound, made it 3 1. So, Stevie G, what's happening with him then? Is he is he under pressure then or what? 
I don't think he is. I think if they'll give him, they'll give him time to be like. He had a project with Rangers, didn't he? And it worked. So they might sort of give him time. The issue is nowadays, especially with which I don't get with clubs like Villa, Wolves, play, teams like that, like mid-table teams and stuff. If a few results don't go well, he starts just sacking a manager, which I feel like you've got to give a manager time for, for the project to work. The project's not going to work straight away. Like with Ten Hag, like with... United's manager last season. It was it was always gonna take time, but he, he just wasn't giving it. So it was never gonna work. It always takes it took time for Klopp for his project to work. So that's that's the issue. that's that's the thing. I think if if they stay with him, you they'll be sound. They're not gonna go down. They're not gonna really struggle. Mm. I mean, I know Gerard did well with he did well with Rangers, but really you could say the same thing about Lampard then, couldn't you? You could say that he needs he needs time and yeah, and he'll probably get yeah. given time at Everton, though. That's the thing. Mm. Like I said, I think I did mention it a couple of weeks ago. Like, there's a lot of Villa fans who were happy with him before the start of the season. Never mind now. And I, I, see, I'm yet to see, I'm yet to watch watch a Villa game and think, well, yeah, like he's got them playing really well. Uh, and he has got he has made a couple of signings. He spent a bit of money now as well. Uh, and mm. that, I think. Like I say, the Lampard. I think what keeps them sort of guys in the job is because of who they are. I think they get that little bit of extra time more than you know somebody else would. But that's just my opinion. They had Spurs beating Wolves one nil. King getting his two hundred fiftieth Spurs goal. Yeah, and he broke the uh, the Premier League record for goals at one club. He took Aguero's record. Wolves started the game quite well, and then they just missed chance after chance after chance. And then, like, and Tottenham had quite a few chances. Seems to be a a keep a thing for for Wolves that like this season they've been they've been creating loads of chances, having playing well, but just not not finishing it up. They were great until they got into the box. There must have been about at least two or three two or three uh, chances at the start of the game where the shooting was just it was just terrible. Yeah. Like they should have had the ball. Yeah, so yeah, so they won one nil. Then it was Leicester. They got beat at home to Southampton. Yeah, they had an early goal without for offside. Surprised me, and it doesn't surprise me about with with Leicester. They seem to be a, to be a bit all over the place recently. I think there's yeah, I think there's issues in that club, isn't he, at the moment? Which which is a bit mad, really, with considering how how well they've been over the past few seasons and then all of a sudden just a massive collapse. Mm, someone made a good point earlier today that I, was, that I heard where they were saying Leicester, it was just, Leicester probably are about where they should be now, aren't yeah. they? In terms of the investment that they've made and stuff and they, they just did really well and that elevated them to such a height where the only way really for them was down, wasn't it? Yeah. Because they were never going to sustain that success that they had. I mean, I know they won the World Cup, uh, the World Cup, the uh, FA Cup last year, or the season before, sorry. But Leicester, as long as Leicester stay in the league, they're doing all right. Like, yeah, I think fight for fight for Europe, whoever be like the conference or yeah. the um, Europa League, and I think they're around the right spot there. Jay Adams got a good goal, though. That second goal was really good. He did, yeah. He got two, didn't he? he come off the bench as well. Super sub. Yeah, and that uh, Madison scored a cracking, cracking free kick as well. Yeah, so he's another one, isn't he? He's 
he's another one who's really good at uh, dead balls. Not James Madison, and he's another one as well. He'll probably he's another one who probably to the World Cup, but won't get a game. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, but no, that was that. I mentioned it before, but the the goal at the beginning that was real doubt that was miles offside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That way, that way, in the other one at all like that was it was a good finish, like. But then our final games here, West Ham Brighton, where Brighton won two 0 Brighton, tell you what though, um, I saw a fit. I saw a fit after watching Brighton for the past two games or three games. Sorry. So I feel a bit bad for how much I slated them against United in the first game because Brighton, I did say, didn't I, that they played really yeah. well against United and yeah, it wasn't just one of them games. But Brighton, I just, at the minute, they are playing some of the best football I've seen from any team. I feel like they're one of the most consistent teams in the league at the minute, uh, up there with, obviously, Arsenal. And, yeah, I feel like, like especially for that uh, for the second goal... I feel like the football that was played there was fantastic. Yeah, they are doing well. Even Pot, to be fair, um, Potter's always bit Potter was always uh, has always kind of been up there on people's talk, like names mentioned, like even on like for like big jobs, he was always in that list. Never really like high up, but always like, why don't you give Potter a, a if he go? Was, like, if he if if he wasn't called Graham Potter, though, would he be getting? Would he be would he be at? Uh... See, I don't like I don't like saying bigger club. I feel I feel like it's a bit demeaning to other clubs. You know, when you say he should be at a bigger club, because I, I do feel yeah, like but... obviously you've got your massive clubs like United and Real Madrid and Barcelona and everything. <laughs> <laughs> And Sitter. <laughs> and Ipswich. But, and Ackington Stanley. Yeah, yeah. All those big clubs. And then you've got your mediocre clubs. And then you've got your, yeah, then like, you know, like Liverpool and, and the, them sorts of clubs. But no, I do, I feel like, say, yeah. when you say, oh, yeah, you should be at a bit of club, I do feel like it's a bit of an insult to some of the other clubs. Yeah, but I think everyone knows the lane, don't they? Like Brighton and that one, know that they're not a big. I know the overseas and when they were fly off to a flyer, they started boom and they lost and even Potter had to turn around and say, um, actually had to turn around didn't he? and say like, you do realise we're Brighton at the end of the day, like we're doing well, but let's let's be realistic here. We're not gonna actually keep this up and win, and that's not like a bad mentality to have because you've got to know no your limits. It's good to be the underdog, but I, yeah. I do sort of I feel like when someone says, "Oh yeah, he should be he should be at another club," like I think that's a bit unfair because I feel like he's doing well there. So fair enough. I mean, I, I do understand like in the long run, Brighton are not going to be in the Champions League. They might get in there one year, you never know, they might sneak in there. But it's not going to be something that's... They're not going to be in there on a consistent basis, are they? Because no. a lot of it's because of the financials, isn't it, that's involved? Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, no, I, I, I think he will end up at a so-called bigger club eventually, Graham Potter. He's got it, really. Either that or the England job. I think. Yeah. I think, I think the England job would be a great, great job for him. Yeah, then it, could, it could make or break him, though, couldn't it? There's a lot of pressure that comes with it, especially with um, like the success that 
England have had recently, you know, with the getting to the final and the semi-final. Yeah. He'd have high expectations. Yeah, exactly. But... It was a stupid pen as well. Why is he diving in like that? Yeah, it was ridiculous, that one, it? It was nearly as stupid as fucking Kula Bali's second year. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was it, yeah. it was a good uh, it was a good weekend of football actually for the neutral. Yeah, yeah it was alright. Hmm. I mean, the Monday was the best part of it, but oh yeah, that was the football over. <laughs> Uh, do you want to, I, I know this, this one's been quite a long episode to be fair, so thanks for sticking by if you have got this far. Might as well just quickly, if you want to quickly talk about Usyk Joshua. I think Joshua is, I mean not Joshua, I think Usyk is an absolute machine. I mean... It's a joke, isn't he? Yeah, it doesn't I stop. Thought, well, he was down and out, and then all of a sudden he just... Comes back from nowhere, doesn't he? And... Definitely got asthma. One hundred percent. Yusuf has got asthma. <laughs> He's got something on there. He's fucking. He don't look well there to me, Yusuf. But <laughs> like I think I said to some someone the other day, like I wouldn't be surprised if he's. He wouldn't be surprised if it turned out he's got body, bodies better than his gardening. <laughs> well, and those those thin pieces of hair that are just like yeah. stung to the top of his head, up part of them. Imagine waking up to him and fucking up. <laughs> I f- yeah, I f- I feel bad for for Joshua. I feel like he's got a load of shit as well because of what, the rant that he went on. For one, he shouldn't. Someone should have stopped him. It sounds like everyone around him's a yes man, which is his yeah. biggest problem. But I think someone should have stopped him. But th- something about that doesn't seem right. Like it didn't. It. He must have took some, like, must have got some beating to the head for him to do. Because it just, a, it just seemed like someone drunk just chatting wham. Do you know what I mean? Like, everything that he was doing mm. and just going off on tangent. Yeah, it just didn't, it didn't seem something that, that he'd do, if that makes Because even in the press conference, he broke down afterwards about it all and everything. It's like, I don't think, I feel bad for him. I think the, I think he expected to win the fight first of all. Yeah, he did. And I think yeah. he thought he had these this vision of right, I'm gonna win this fight and then I'm gonna be back on track. Everyone's gonna be like, fucking hell, Joshua's back, and he just didn't pan out like that, did it? I just thought, I think he was convinced that he was gonna win that fight, and yeah, it just didn't happen for him, did it? But I mean, no, I do want to, I, I, like all jokes aside and stuff. I do, I do know what you mean. It was a bit, it was a bit of a. It weren't comfortable to watch, was it? No. Um, and when I say um, feel bad for him, as bad as you can feel for someone who's fucking going back home to millions of quid and stuff like that, I don't think, to be fair, it's going to be the end of the world yeah. to him. But, and he didn't buy everything. But you never know. No, that is true. You see what happened with Tyson Fury and stuff. But yeah, I think I think Yusek just was just too good. Yeah, I mean, like, like, a... like we said last week, neither of us are fucking boxing no. experts at all, are we? But I mean, you could. It's like I said, when I say I feel like Usyk was that down and out. I mean, he was always in the fight, but he looked like he was rocking, didn't it, towards the end of it? And then there was there was one round close to the end. It was like the ninth like, or something. Where yeah, where Joshua was like actually Adam, and I thought, oh my god, he could he like mm. Usyk looks a bit leggy, yeah. 
And then next round just comes out as if, like, don't ever try that again. And just played with Joshua for the rest of the round. I was like, yeah. Well, I, Emma had the, um, she had the 10th round. She had Joshua to win in the 10th round. So, would have won, like, over oh. 70 quid. But it always happens that, like, you think, oh, yeah, he's, he's going to go here. Then the next round they come out and it's everyone resetting it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's our boxing analysis, I think. That's, yeah, that's the weekend done. We'll be back soon yeah. with another <laughs> podcast. Hope that, uh... Hopefully, Liverpool win this one, so it's not starting on a low. Well, we should do on a low the next episode. But... I won't be as kind to you next time. <laughs> no, to be honest, <laughs> I mean, like I say, we didn't get through Palace last this time last year, so you don't sort of have to hope that it's not going to happen again. All we can hope for is that the opposite. The tables are turned next episode. You come on miserable at the start, having to talk about how how City were terrible, and I can be like made up about how Liverpool were amazing. But you never know what goes on with footy. It's a stupid sport anyway. I might take your balls or something. That's less stressful. Fighting into cricket, oh yeah, cricket. A and J cricket pod. A and J cricket pod. We're back. It's another sport I know fuck all about. <laughs> yeah, I won't go. I won't go into that one. But yeah, this is the A and J Footy Pod, not the A and J Cricket Pod. In case you were tuning in at the start, sorry if you didn't hear any cricket. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thank you for listening. I know it's been a long one. Yeah, I had a longer rant at the start, but hopefully not as many of them over the next few few episodes. If Liverpool get their act together. You got anything else to say, Adam? Liverpool is shit. <laughs> well, we'll end it on that note then, because to be fair, you, you weren't telling lies if we go based off last game. Yeah, and if you do want to keep in contact or contact us at all, we've got a Discord, which link is on Spotify. We also have an email if you have any questions or comments which we'd like to hear at the anjfootypod at gmail.com and our Twitter is anjfootypod which is probably best to contact us on. If you want to give any comments how you think the podcast is, we'd like to know. Also stream on Twitch as well. Adam streams on ads underscore h2k and I also stream on Johnny P LFC and We'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time.